0: Stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770, CHQR. So, this week, Global News um, with a special feature looking at issues around racism and discrimination. Campaign with the hashtag First Time I Was Called. And so, it's involved a series of interviews with some high profile Canadians, but the first time they experienced racism or discrimination and how that affected them. They kind of put a face to to this experience and the impact that it has. Now, one of those uh, individuals who have come forward to tell their own story is well-known singer-songwriter Julie Black and some pretty abhorrent racism she experienced as a 12-year-old girl in Toronto. So joining us to talk more about, you know, the importance of this campaign and, and her own story is the aforementioned Julie Black. Julie, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Oh, thanks for having
0: me. Your thoughts on the importance of a project like this, and, and sharing these stories, and, and having these difficult conversations?
1: Yes, um, I, it's very, very important for, for us to, as Canadians to have this conversation because we, as a country, have been um, uh, celebrated as being the most, one of the most multicultural, diverse, and inclusive countries in the world. Yet. So many of uh, us, uh, you know, visible minorities and people of color have been carrying pain from their, our childhood um, right up to adulthood that many of our, um, our, our friends and, you know, especially our white friends will have no idea, wouldn't know that uh, has shaped us in a way that um, had us, you know, not really feel welcomed into the very country we were born in. So until we have these conversations and we're able to create safe spaces for this to be a conversation about um, a healing and and a better tomorrow, then how do we really, you know, heal our past?
0: right, and and the the impact of these words, and maybe you're right, people who haven't experienced thinking it's just words, sticks and stones, this kind of thing, but but clearly there are some some deep scars left by this. It's not just words, it's it's hatred.
1: Exactly. I'm so happy you said that word. It is hatred. and I'd like to share as well that this this is you know for me, it was a racial you know thing um and a derogatory word, however, Um, I know people who remember the first time they were called dumb or fat or, you know, small, small. My best friend just said to me today, I remember the first time I was called small. She said she started wearing big clothes and big shoes. I had no idea until today or 22 years later in a relationship that I had no idea she carried this. And here I am with a size 10 foot thinking, man, I wish I had a size 6 foot. You know what I mean? So. These are things that now we've even developed a closer bond with one another to say, hey, you know what? You went through that. Oh, I went through And you, it's the feeling of pain and grief and loss and hurt. It, there, there's, you know, everybody has experienced that. So it has nothing to do with race. Have you felt pain? Have you had hatred, you know, um, said or spat towards you? And if you have, which we all have, then we can come together and say, hey, let's build a bridge. You know, because that's what we do as Canadians. We we build bridges. We don't build walls. This is what we do.
0: So your own story, this goes back to when I think you were 12 years old, growing up in Toronto, like any other kid, walking to school with your friends. Yes. And what, what happened?
1: Walking to school. I was actually coming from school. I was so excited. I got my bus pass because that was empowerment, you know, when you're able to take the public transportation by yourself. And, uh, yeah. So I was on the bus with my friends and, you know, talking, laughing, you know, some chatter. And I guess we were too loud for this, um, this white woman. And um, she called me the N-word and the B-word, connected together. And she, she wanted quiet, you know. And not even the bus driver said anything to us when I think about it. And so, you know, for me, being, size, being a five foot ten. think about this. I was 12 at that time, but I was 5'10", at 10 years old with a size 10 shoe. So the bullying was unreal already in school, yeah. being larger than the, your average child. But then to get on the bus where you, you, you think you're protected and the adults are there and this woman, I, I didn't see color growing up, you know? So to have her say that towards me, it stung. It, and I didn't tell my mother. I, didn't, I couldn't. I was so frozen. I didn't even know what to do. I cried out of anger and I just tucked it away. I rolled that thing up and tucked it deep into my super far subconscious, super subconscious mind. Yeah. And that this Left is
0: an there. adult and that an adult would say this to a child, something like this. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's stunning. Did you ever encounter that woman again? Did you ever see her again?
1: I did. That's a good question. I did see her. Cause you see, when you get on the bus at the same time, pretty much every day, you tend to see the same people. And, um, there was more of a, I felt, um, like, I w- I felt secondary, you know? That's, I just, for a good little while, I felt like a second-class citizen. And it uh, didn't say much, uh, interestingly enough. It silenced me quite a bit.
0: And I bet that's very vivid, that you can remember every little detail about this, that obviously that, that stuck with you.
1: It did. It, it brings emotion to my eyes right now, um, because you realize how much, Uh, trauma, you know, how somebody makes you feel. I I heard a quote, I don't know who who, who it belongs to, but I remember it said, um, you may not remember what people say or what they do, but you will always remember how they made you feel. And it's the feeling that brings back the memory. And so, but being able to speak about this and I, and I, Celebrating! I salute Global and Sarah and you for for bringing this to a national audience and to a local audience as well, so that we are able to like know like, hey, you know, you see me in the Juno Awards and the Gemini's and you know all these shows that I've been on and my music is sold platinum. But Julie Black experienced that and carried it right up to I I turned forty. So if you think about that, that's a long time. I've yeah. never spoken about this, and thank God I'm free. I'm free. And today is the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Dr. King. No coincidence. I had right. no idea. And I said, you know what? I'm free. And I want to set everyone else free. People of color, white, black, Asian, Southeast Asian, Muslim, Christian, atheists, everybody. We all need to have an amplified voice and come together and be free and love one another.
0: Absolutely. You know, and and I mean, we we like to think that we've moved beyond those kinds of attitudes as a country. But maybe the sad reality is that we haven't, at least not totally. And so maybe there's there's kids out there today that have gone through or might go through what you went Mm. through. What what kind of advice would you have to them?
1: Oh, that's an amazing question. Um, There are kids still going through this, especially, you know, I'm learning more about our indigenous about the, the Indigenous communities around Canada. Um, I, I have to correct myself because they are not ours. We don't own them. Um, right. uh, and I would say um, that you, you must recognize your value, uh, that what people say to you about you um, will never, ever validate who you are. And it's important, though, that when, if these, these incidents happen to you, that you do bring it to your tribe, to your family, Speak about it because I could bet that somebody has gone through it, and it's going to be the youth voice that's going to help to create a bridge with the adult voice, so that we can eradicate this issue once and for all. Because the truth is, you know what I've experienced now as an adult. I'm not hearing those words come towards me, but what I have experienced is, you know, not get necessarily getting the role. Or not, or you know, not mm-hmm. ha- looking the part for that campaign, <laughs> right. you know, and it's it's happening right now, and especially with social media, there's a lot more access. And visually, I, I don't see as many that look like me representing the the, the landscape of Canada and the world, you know. The, and, but we want to say that we come together in Kumbaya, so right. there's 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 work to be done.
0: Yeah, well said. Well, more than, by the way, at uh, julieblack.ca. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you here today. Thanks so much. Make some time for us. Thank you as well. Take care. All right, you too. There you go, Julie Black, Canadian uh, singer and songwriter. uh, One of those featured this week in this uh, hashtag First Time I Was Called feature, more at globalnews.ca. Our number here, 403 974 8255. We are back with more right after this.